So what does it mean to you to be whole? For me, being whole is a sense of freedom, acceleration, a sense of possibility, to be able to embrace whatever obstacles, challenges, demands, and stresses come my way with grace. Being a whole woman, to me, means stepping into and believing our superpowers. When you speak about your mistakes, your faults, your cracks, you become a much better piece of art. Being a whole woman, to me, is to live and learn. It's to live and learn into my best. And through it all, to stay open and wholehearted, to express myself fully, without regret and apology. So what if, what if we could have more peace and less worry, more love and less judgment, more joy and less shoulds, and have that sense of deep fulfillment of being a whole. In a world where we often feel depleted, fragmented, stressed, worried, frustrated, or even undervalued, how do you stay whole? I'm Sandy Ash. Welcome to episode number one of The Whole Woman's Way. Being a whole woman means different things to different people, depends on your stage, your age, your season. It could mean you have peace of mind, you feel fulfilled at the end of the day, you have a deep sense of worth, you're confident but not aggressive, you're hardworking but not overwhelmed, and you stay calm and focused without being spacey and ungrounded. Listen to what my dear friend, writer and poet Fermina Ponce says about what it means to be whole. She's an award-winning author and a beautiful soul. When I think about being a whole woman, the image that comes to my mind is the ancient art of Kintsugi, um, which kin means gold, sugi, joinery. So it's joined by gold. And the reason I think about this is because I am not perfect. I, I have many, many um, imperfections, broken pieces. And Kintsugi taught me that when you speak about your mistakes, your faults, um, your cracks, you become a much better piece, a much better piece of art. And I believe in that. I believe in, in what Kintsugi says. Uh, my name is Fermina Ponce. Uh, I have a condition, a mental condition of um, bipolar disorder too. And since I was diagnosed, um, it has been very, very challenging in the beginning because um, being absent with my kids and then trying to find the right um, medication. So um, a lot of work with forgiveness has been done 
and uh, and a lot of work by giving others and teaching others has healed me as well. It's a complex world and these are exciting and complex times for women. We live in a sea of expectations, demands, pressures, assumptions. How you look and dress, your dress size, do you have wrinkles on your face, the color of your hair, do you have cool eyelashes, how you behave. Are you loving, kind, and compassionate, or are you pushy, demanding, and aggressive? There are expectations about our sexuality. Can we be open with it, or do we need to hide it? Is it okay to be different? What about expectations about being married or in a relationship to have kids or not? And is it okay to make the choice not to have children? There's so many expectations about our career. Do we have the right title, enough authority, influence? Do people respect us? What about expectations about how we treat our sisters, other women that we know, we love in our network? Do we raise them up and help them? And if we do, does that mean there's less for us? What about how much money you earn? Are you on par with the men who do similar work to you? Are your skills, your gifts and your talents being valued? And are your contributions being seen and acknowledged? And then, of course, there are expectations about how smart and educated you are. Do you have the right degree? Do you need another one? Is it from the right school? Is it respected enough? And now, especially more than ever, expectations to be at home, take care of the family, or to be at work, and the expectation about how to graciously balance it all. And then, of course, expectations about our health. Is it a priority or is it a luxury? Do we just shush it aside and ignore our bodies and our health and hope that everything under the hood is okay? Expectations, 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 expectations we have of ourselves, expectations that others have of us, expectations from the community, the society, the neighborhood we live in, and expectations all around us in the world that we live in about what it means to be a woman. Listen to what my good friend and colleague, Wendy Rosenthal says. She's a chief pathfinding officer, a coach, advisor, and she speaks so beautifully about how to respond to all those expectations and challenges that threaten your wholeness. Being a whole woman, to me, means stepping into and believing our superpowers. For me, our superpowers are our power to lead in strength, but with tremendous empathy, our power to see things from all sides, even when we don't want to, our power to change the world with consciousness, our power to love ourselves and others, 
Our power to do many things at the same time and do them surprisingly well. I'm often amazed at that. Our power to be compassionate and want the best for all around us. Our power to laugh in the face of challenges. <laughs> See, I'm laughing now. <laughs> Our power to pivot and change course on a dime when we need to, even if we don't want to. Our power to forgive when we need to. Our power to build relationships. And mostly our power to believe in and feel emotions deeply. Um, I don't think that that is something that is negative. I believe that is one of our biggest superpowers. And I feel my most whole when I believe all this about myself and take action around it. Yes, of course, I have wrangled the dragons of what it means to be a woman in this world. I've been burdened with all of the expectations, assumptions and judgments that can go along with being a woman. And I have felt many, many times less than unworthy, discounted, treated unfairly and being unheard. I've been brought to my knees many, many times, just like perhaps you have. I left South Africa when I was 17, became financially independent and went to live in the Middle East where uh, there was war at the time. And my personal security and safety was threatened literally every day. And then had a horrible divorce raised my child on my own, got really sick, really, really, really sick, and financially was broke. I mean, I, like many of us women out there, have been through a lot. And that's why I'm so fascinated by what it means to be whole and to be able to stay whole no matter the circumstances that you're in. And here is a wonderful soundbite from a dear, dear friend of mine who's a corporate executive, a very senior executive in a fairly traditional organization. She's a master of having your all. And listen to how she leans on her purpose to stay being a whole woman to me is to live and learn it's to live and learn into my best my new best every day it's to use my full being my mind my body my spirit my energy my heart without reserve i'm wanting to live that way without being given or guided to what's acceptable, but rather what comes from my roots and my values and allows me to give back, to contribute to the greater good, to be forgiving, to be empathetic, to gain new perspective. Living my whole woman is to live with my purpose or my why and bring that to others as a gift but also to give back to myself. 
I firmly believe that when I'm my whole woman, all I need is within me for I really love my life and I'm grateful for my life and I'm grateful for my blessings. And I trust that God will guide and provide me. And also I trust that I will guide and provide me and the world will guide and provide me and I will be a person to listen and learn. Because out of that comes my path of contribution, my path of joy. And for me, being my whole woman is about an experience, not an outcome. Because every day I'm becoming. So how do I know or when that's happened or a time when I was a whole woman? I guess for me, it's many times. It's an experience that I can close my eyes and see and I can feel over and over. It's with my kids, it's with my family, it's with my friends, it's with my teammates, it's with my staff, people that I am so fortunate and blessed to work with. And it's with my philanthropic organizations and it's with strangers where sometimes it's because you meet someone new and it's in the learning and the giving and the joy that comes out of that. Because for me, the experience that I relish in remembering every time where I can say I was a whole woman is when I was able to be a vehicle to create goodness. And out of that goodness brings out the best in others or with others and the best in me. happens when we feel depleted, unworthy, undervalued, fragmented, when we don't feel whole? What are the, the outcomes or the effects of this incredible dilemma that for many of us we grapple with out loud or sometimes even silently day after day? Well, first of all, I think one of the key things that happens is we self-silence. We just shut down our voice. We withhold we don't speak up, we internalize our worries, our concerns and our stresses and that can lead to depression and anxiety. But more than that, I think it has us feel oppressed, suppressed and maybe creates a sense of anger and resentment. And the cost of self-silencing is that we lose out on important opportunities to influence change and it sort of eats away at us inside. Maybe you can relate to that. For sure, I can. How many things am I not happy or satisfied with and I just stuff down because I feel like I shouldn't speak up about it or it wouldn't be appropriate for me to speak up about it. And I think that's at the core what is the cause of illness. Another thing that happens when we're not feeling whole is there's that sort of soft hum, like the hum of the refrigerator in the, the background of feeling less than, unworthy, undervalued. And when we feel that way, it's easy to often become resigned and cynical. So, okay, we stay in the job because it's secure and it pays the bills. Or we stay in the relationship because it's secure and it's comfortable and perhaps we don't have the courage to get out. And so often we'll, we'll stay and suffer even because we feel like we don't deserve more or 
We should just be grateful. Isn't that true? We're taught so often, just be grateful for what you have. So we don't leave the job. We don't pursue the big goals and the dreams. It's a sense of, and maybe you can look inside your life, poke around in the little corners behind the curtains. Where have you given up? Where are you not expressing yourself fully? Where are your gifts, your talents, your desires, and your dreams going unfulfilled? And then, of course, another outcome of not feeling whole is that sense of just being in the robotic mode, coasting unconsciously day to day in the sprint of life without taking time to stop and pause, to look deep, to ask those big questions, to reassess and redesign. And one that's one of the greatest gifts perhaps of the pandemic is when we were quarantined for so much longer than we had ever hoped or dreamed, it almost created an environment where we were invited, urged, encouraged, maybe even it felt like we were forced to look deep inside and to ask ourselves, what's really important? What do we really need? What do we really want? How well are we taking care of our health and well-being? And then as it seemed like the pandemic was letting up for a little, at least for a short while, how quickly we want to just get back to normal and get back into the, the run, 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 do, do, do become that robotic means of running through our day and get back to normal. So how does not being whole show up for you? Is it self-silencing? Is it a sense of being stuck, resigned and cynical? Or is it just a sense of being a little less than conscious, sort of, hmm, becoming immune to all those things and becoming so used to them, you don't even notice them anymore. So what does it mean to you to be whole? And why is it important? For me, being whole is a sense of freedom, acceleration, a sense of possibility to be able to embrace whatever obstacles, challenges, demands, and stresses come my way with grace and through it all to stay open and wholehearted, to express myself fully without regret and apology. So what if, what if we could have more peace and less worry, more love and less judgment, more joy and less shoulds, and have that sense of deep fulfillment of being a whole woman. I hope that you have been inspired and stimulated and that you've enjoyed the beginning of this whole woman's way journey with me. That you feel inspired to explore what it means to you to be whole. And be sure to join me for the next episodes where have deep, edgy, gritty, vulnerable conversations with women of all ages, all stages, all backgrounds, all seasons. Corporate executives, 
spiritual teachers, holistic healers, authors, writers, coaches, people like you and me, women who are looking for that next level of peace and fulfillment. If you enjoy this episode, please rate, review, comment, and share it with other women you care about. And be sure to visit us on wholewomensway.com for more information about the Whole Women's Way Network, resources, articles, tips, and to be part of this rich, deep, stimulating conversation about what it means to be a whole woman.